Hello Fly Nation and welcome to the Freestyle Your Life podcast, the one and only podcast inspiring you to live your authentic greatness while teaching you that less is more. I'm your host, Ernesto Kalle Zimmermann, and I'm on my mission to help you to be the hero you were meant to be and to live what you came for in life and in business. Remember, the quest we came here for is to discover our true nature, explore our potential and share it by living. Hello Fly Nation, I'm thrilled to present you my today's expert and brilliant speaker David Turner Khan. David is a recognized authority on entrepreneurship, leadership, development and the host of the podcast Smashing the Pateau. He is featured in Forbes and Inc. magazine in over 400 episodes of Smashing the Plateau. David offers you a wealth of personal experience and practical advice about achieving business breakthroughs. David's mission is helping highly talented experts to do what they love and pay, get paid what they are worth. Let's jump right into it. Hello, David. Ernest, how are you? How are you? I'm great. Lovely to see you. Yeah, lovely to see you too. What's new? I was just checking in Facebook if you did find how to come in, but you're so such a professional with, with nearly 500 episodes, so I said you will manage <laughs> well. this way. Some things I have figured out. There are other things where I still have, um, I still have things to learn. Hello, Fly Nation. This is David Srinakran today with me. And he has a really exorbitant, successful business podcast. So he's a podcast colleague of mine. And the podcast is called Smashing the Plateau. So he is in Forbes and, and everywhere, uh, he, he's known and uh, mentioned and um, has done over 500 episodes. So that is so much and over five years experience. So uh, yeah, yeah, guru for me. So <laughs> I'm, I'm really curious to um, find out and explore um, the topic you, you especially have how how can we proceed as solopreneurs and as, as entrepreneurs to get paid what we are worth, right? So getting off from the time per hour rate and uh, how how can we implement that? Because uh, my special audience is entrepreneurs here. And uh, that's a question we all struggle with, right? So we have to set up systems and um, for, for really, um, yeah, several incomes and several streams of income. So what I do is, is I have the podcast, I have the online summit, I have my book there, and I have my system on the other side. So I have multiple streams of income uh, um, coming in. And, um, well, tell us, please tell us, David, your ideas on that. Uh, am I doing something right or... I'm completely on the on the wrong track here, so please give us some insights. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I can tell you. So I started my my business in 2006, so about 13 years ago, and I had spent close to 30 years as an employee before that. 
Okay. And I can tell you from personal experience, um, it's great to be in charge and great to be, be able to set your own structure, set your own, um, your own schedule, decide what it is you want to work on, who, with whom you want to work, who you want to serve. Um, yeah. For those of us that like to be in control, that's great. Um, the reality is we also have to make sure that there's enough revenue to pay the bills. Right. Right. Which is right. very different than what happens when you're an employee. Right. And, and we are of course concerned of, of, of all areas, right? Like, uh, like the plants, like the, the promoting, like the advertisement, like the taxes. We have everything on our mind, right? On, on GT. If we don't outsource it or just don't uh, let it uh, um, be done by by staff, then it's still our duty and our responsibility as, as uh, uh, employee. And uh, all that is, is, of course, is not on your task list if you're an employee, right? So you have your job, you know what to do, and you go home and that's it, and you have... Uh, Free time in the evening. Normally, it's it's changing uh, over there too. But well, we we face the struggle to have uh, yeah to need to do everything at once, right? So I struggle that very hard being a single mom with two sons and uh, got really ill, and this is, this was a crazy struggle. Right. How long have you been in business, Ernest? Um, I have been key account after uh, I left my, my studies, after studying uh, with, a, with a big um, uh, company here in Germany. But, um, well, that was uh, already with my home office. So the company was in Hamburg. It's all the way in the, in the north. And the other company was, um, the headquarter was in Zurich, in, in um, Switzerland. So I was from right from the beginning after my studies, I was in my own office. Sometimes we went to marketing uh, seminars or whatever to the, to the headquarters, but not very often. And then I realized, no, I want to be completely on my own, which I'm, 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 I'm living that, right? But in the time being so ill, it would have been easier for me to be employee, right? But, well, you can't, most of the time in life, we can't have it all, right? So I'm, I love my freedom, time freedom, and uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm living that. I, I'm, right. I'm the type of person, right? So um, for me, it's not a big struggle to, to be disciplined and everything, so this is not, not the point, but when you you are ill, like in my uh, in my case, I was very ill, and, and I was running against the wall really um, because I knew I had to do all that work. But I, in fact, I couldn't because I was so ill. So that was a big struggle. And the other side that I see is uh, many of the spiritual entrepreneurs. They have the the, the belief, the the feeling. Oh, I cannot charge and. And, and, and I have to do it like, yeah, sort of for free. Yeah, but we can live for free, right? So this model is not not working. And that's why I'm so um, 
So happy to have you on the pod today, Joel. To really, it's a really big topic. And we have to solve it and we have to have it clear. It's not for just making money, but we are enjoying being here and, and inspiring uh, uh, the audience. But still, we need to pay our bills. That's just how it is. Right? Right. Um, so, first thing is to realize that yes, we are running a business. Yes. Um, we and and we are in business to end the year with uh, with a profit. We want the balance sheet to be positive, not negative. Yes. Sure. Um, so, out of out of the gate, that is probably the most important thing is just to realize that. Um, we're running a business and we are the CEO. doesn't yeah. matter what size the business is, whether it's just yeah. primarily one person or it's many people. Yeah. And in order to be most profitable, mm-hmm. uh, what we need to also focus on is what is it that's easiest for us to produce and provides the biggest value to our customers because mm-hmm. um, that's that's where the profit is yeah. and particularly for those of us who are um, experts in some field we're smart people um, we like solving complex problems it's a little bit counterintuitive to try to think about making our business as simple as possible yeah right so mm-hmm. The, the the simpler your business model is and the simpler the problem is for you as the business owner to solve the core problem, the more profitable your business is likely to be. Yes, I love that. Yeah. Right. So yeah. when I first started my business, I was a general consultant and I was solving all different kinds of problems for a wide variety of clients. Mm -hmm. And that was, um, intellectually challenging. It was also hard work. Mm -hmm. It was hard work. And I was, um, it was, it was project based. So I was constantly writing proposals. Some of them turned into paid business some of them didn't turn into business at all. So there was a lot of work on the marketing and sales side and less paid work than I would have liked. Um, and I realized that simplifying it would be a lot better. Mm-hmm. And, and in particular, the one, like in my case, the one, um, the one core element that I kept hearing from clients that where they found the most value was just helping them implement very um, relatively simple actions. You know, mm-hmm. like if some if someone um, a business was uh, was having challenging challenges around turning leads into customers, right? Mm-hmm. Right. A, a simple way to solve that. If if there are sufficient leads coming into the business, um, you know many many people have leads coming in, but they don't do such a great job of converting them. I had a client um, early on. One of the biggest challenges was responding to the leads consistently and having a system to actually um, turn them into customers. 
Right. So um, a very simple way that we addressed that problem was we, we brought on a team member. Um, it, it was a very small investment to do it. That was mm-hmm. responsible for responding to every lead very quickly, either mm-hmm. by phone or by email, setting mm-hmm. up an appointment for an initial discussion with that lead. And then once the discussion happened with the business owner, then the, uh, we also outsourced the process of turning the information that the business owner obtained into a proposal. Mm-hmm. Right. That dramatically changed sales. I mean, we're talking about we increased sales by multiple times. Mm-hmm. And, and that was, has to be quick, right? So the, the, the reaction. We cannot wait. If we have a new lead for next week, right? Right. And, we, and one of the things, so we started also tracking the, the metrics of what happened, how, how the conversion took place based on how we responded to the leads. And we discovered that if we responded to the leads within an hour of receiving the lead, the conversion rate was a lot higher. Mm-hmm. Right. So it was really important to have this outsourced resource that was available, was watching for when the leads came in because we, because we were paying a lead generation service. Mm-hmm. So when the lead came in, having somebody respond within an hour and set up an appointment was really key to sales. Mm-hmm. And without having the data and having somebody to respond quickly, we never would have known that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and again, going back to like my core value in this was being able to look at what was going on and see what was most important to implement and figuring out a way to get everybody who was involved to stay on track with the implementation day mm-hmm. after day, week after week, mm-hmm. because these kinds of the kind of results that we were producing um, tend not to, it's not like you, you do it once and you see a result. You have to do this consistently. And for mm-hmm. people, People in, in business, it's very often, it's, especially for the business owner, you're pulled in a lot of different directions. It's really hard to be consistent about implementing something that's not part of your comfort zone. Right. So we sort of take it, we, we address the fact that it's not part of their comfort zone. We find a way to make it as easy as possible for them to follow a structure we set up, and then we just manage the structure. But that was uh, David was with a company and uh, office uh, that was uh, outsourced. Uh, yeah. So yeah. So we yeah. So we hired oh. a company to do that was an outsourced company that could respond to leads, and they did other kinds of administrative work as well. But that was really like like one example. And so for me, what I realized my biggest value is setting up some kind of ongoing structure that mm-hmm. is easy for somebody to follow if we manage the process. Mm-hmm. And so that core element was something that I tried to use in everything I did with new clients from then on. And it also allowed me and my business to shift the business from a very project-based sort of transactional model where I was always pitching new business Mm -hmm. to having recurring revenue clients because a client that needed that kind of help, they needed that help every day and every week. So it was really easy to set up sort of a... Uh, we became an outsourced resource for them that was a, a modest investment, and we were there all the time to help them. Right. Uh, so, so it was so, a win-win for everybody. 
Exactly. It was, mm-hmm. So, so my point is you've got to look at sort of where's your, where's your core strength and it might not be what you expect. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it often is something that's really simple for you to do, yet it's really hard for your clients to do. And that's mm-hmm. where the value is. Mm-hmm. So I would say that's sort of the, like the first step is really figuring out that intersection of what it is you're most competent at doing, what you love doing best, and whom you want to serve, and where they have the biggest recurring need for what it is you offer. So there's like an intersection of all of those variables. That's really where the gold is in your, in your business. So that kind of step one is figuring that out. Now, I'm not saying it's an easy process. It's actually fine. Yeah. Answering all those questions is not simple, and it's really hard to do on your own. Yeah. So, so step two in the process is mm-hmm. you actually need, you're a lot better off if you get help to figure this out. And the help yeah. can come in the form of um, somebody one-on-one helping you. Um, I find actually doing this in a group format is great because people in your, if you're in a, a small curated group of like-minded business owners, they see things you don't see. And if, and yeah. if you're in one of these, a group format, and I really like working with people in groups because it, um, you can set up a trusted, sort of a trusted um, set of informal advisors that way. Mm-hmm. And, and the members of the group, um, open up to one another about what their, what their biggest challenges are and they get great support from one another as well as great support from whoever is facilitating the group. Mm-hmm. And, and it will help you um, keep, keep you from wasting your time on ideas that are not likely to bear much fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the things that, that um, we've seen in one of our groups recently, we have one member who is running a consulting business, a single person consulting business. And they are uh, um, reluctant to charge what they're worth. And so the team members, when hearing this, you know, when, when this person was um, working on a proposal with a new, with a prospective new client, Mm -hmm the team member said, you're charging way too little for what you're offering. You could charge double or triple mm-hmm. and they can, and, and this prospect can probably afford it. And, and we also strategize with this member about ways to offer something that was ongoing a recurring revenue model, as opposed to a one-time time limited project. Mm-hmm. And the result was um, they, the, the consultant far exceeded their um, anticipated revenue target and, it, and was able to sell the work and sell the work in a recurring revenue model. So there's now is ongoing revenue and it's enough to pay the bills and it's a great um, it's a great base that can be built on with additional work with this client and with um, similar kinds of work with other clients. Mm-hmm. Okay. And again, this, this came out of being, being in a group format. It would not have happened as well. I think yeah. if it was just um, either this, this, 
the consultant probably would not have gained this business anywhere close to this dollar amount working on, on, on their own um, mm-hmm. and probably not working one-on-one one with somebody probably would not have worked as well. Mm. So the group format is really helpful. Yeah, I, lo- I love it, David, because um, I have been in plenty um, uh, mentorships with, uh, I've, I've done Quantum Leap with T-Hub Acre and, and all that long-term um, um, mentorships there, and I'm various masterminds with the Katiosi and wherever. And um, what I found out is, yeah, it's, if you have a, a special uh, question, it's nice to have somebody to talk to one-on-one, right? To just have this question uh, um, get answered. But I love the, the group format because you can hold each other accountable, right? They're all in sort of the same boat. Maybe everybody has a little uh, difference there in his business, business but the, 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 the core thing is almost the same. No matter if you have a, a product you're selling or if you have a service you're selling, no, this is it's almost... Uh, the same to do and to implement, and uh, you, you can challenge each other, you can empower each other. I just love it. That's, that's, that's really great. And I have that format for my um, big system too. And the other thing is, yes, I totally agree. We have to automate things and outsource, and we have to simplify things because um, if we have set up uh, programs or systems in, in our special field, if the, the audience cannot, uh, or the, the, the client cannot implement it, implementation is all, right? So if it's too complicated and, and, and just not doable because we are not holding the hand all the time, then they would stop and then they are not uh, satisfied and, and they would say, okay, it doesn't work for me, right? So we know that so many people, they read a book, they have online courses and everything and they uh, have been to a seminar weekend and then they don't follow through. So they don't get the breakthrough at the end. It's not their fault and not uh, because of stupidness or whatever. It's just once they are away from the event and from the empowering uh, um, atmosphere there and they get back home and they have so much to do and maybe the family members don't support them, whatever, um, they fall short, right? And that's, uh, that's if things are too complicated. So I was out with my system here. So it's really great broken down, easy steps to model and to, to, to um, implement. Because implementation is key. I was, I'm sort of a uh, knowledge junkie because I have so many interests everywhere. Um, but yeah, knowledge is nothing without implementing it, right? Correct. Correct. I, I like to say ideas are a dime a dozen. Implementation is priceless. Yes. And, okay. and people, people um, we see other people achieving breakthroughs and we think that it's an overnight success. 
I don't think yeah. I've ever seen a breakthrough that's an overnight success. It's, yeah. it's o- overnight notoriety. People notice it overnight, but it's, the success is generally after hundreds or thousands of tiny steps and pivots. Yeah. And, and we should be prepared to it, right? So transformation, uh, whether in, in personal transformation or business uh, transformation, it, it, it's a huge thing, right? It's never made overnight. It, it, it just can. Nobody could, right? right. So um, sort of uh, part of, of uh, um, freestyle your life is to break free from from all the self-sabotaging patterns we do, right? We beat ourselves up because we are not that far. And I'm sitting here, actually. I, I love to speak in, in, um, in personal stories and in, in examples because I think this is the best way to, to learn and to implement for the, for the audience. So over there on the other desk, I see all my taxes. Because it's it's end of the quarter and I have to do all the taxes and I just don't like it. So I'm I did study that, but then I always have my my tax accountant to do it. But I still need to put all the papers and write everything down and and then I I give it away. I outsource it to to have him done uh, do the, the accounting. But I still need to prepare all the papers for three months. That's just my job and I don't like it so it's, it's, it's nothing hard but for me it's, I, I just don't like it. I rather talk all day here with you than putting the, the papers together so that's well what, what we love and what we don't but still as a business owner I have to do it and well I need to do it next next few days but um yeah, we we if we come back to the to the point where where we started, and we should of course do and find out what we love, right? So for you was finding out. Oh, this is the the the, the first part. There was not the really expertise, but the expertise for you is is to to guide people through group processes, right? So to uh, simplified um, systems and automation. That's what I understand, if, if I'm not right, correct me. So to, to ease their, um, their business administration there. Is this right? With, with um, um, always with an understanding and discussion about their business strategy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this, the strategy comes first. So we make sure that we're always in alignment with the strategy. We're always talking to the business owner about the, about strategy and making sure that anytime we we receive any data that Im, may impact the strategy we're following, and we decide it's probably appropriate to make some changes in the strategy, we do. So there's the strategic discussion is always part of this, um, and. Uh, we, we make the implementation as easy as possible. And we also focus on the emotional barriers to implementation mm-hmm. uh, because uh, you know, we, we started out talking about like with, with consultants and solopreneurs not charging enough. Um, mm-hmm. Often there's, there's an emotional underpinning to that. 
yeah. right? It has to, has to do with, um, you know, maybe lack of self-worth right. or um, very often uh, I've come across clients where they, um, you know, uh, I'm not a therapist, but there are issues that may go back to their childhood that prevent right. them from really asking for what they should be asking for from right. from the people who pay them. Yeah. Um, so, so we make sure that the emotional barriers to success and the strategic barriers to success are always front and center. Yeah, it, uh, let's face it in, in clear words, it's a lack of self-worth, right? That, that, that's what it is, and, and uh, to face things just uh, clearly, that, uh, that leads to progress, right? So if, if this is the case, and it, in most, almost everybody the case in some area, right, um, due to, to past experiences, um, we have to work on that, right, in order right. to, because this yeah, is a personal thing, but of course it, 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 it influences everywhere, and of course in business too, right? So um, that, uh, that's why I'm, a, I'm well, there, there, there are different parties, one says, well, there is a personal transformation and there is a business transformation, right? So for me, myself, I say, no, I'm here and I'm talking to you and I'm private as well as business person. How can I be cut in, in two, right? I'm, I'm feeling like I'm always both. Of course you are. Of course you are. You know, there's, there's this whole fiction about work-life balance. It's not about work-life balance. If you're trying to balance it, you're never going to be in balance. It's about work-life right. integration. The integration right. is the key. So we are, we're, we're one person that includes personal aspirations and business aspirations. And if those are not in alignment, then you're going to struggle. Yeah. Yeah, but there's so many uh, so-called uh, uh, coaches, right? They 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 wanna separate it. Well, thanks. Uh, you're the same uh, the same feeling about that. So we uh, yeah we have to integrate everything, and we have also to integrate our shadows, whatever we have we we have there, and that's for for. Whatever I found out in, in, in my life journey, that's the only way we can go ahead. But not by refusing or by rejecting or whatever. This is not the solution. Because we get even more of it, right? Because of the law of attraction and attention also. That's great you pointing that out. So... Um, we have to, let me just write it down. So work-life integration, and we had, what was the last sentence, um, David? Um, uh, about self-worth? Personal and business. Oh, personal and business alignment. Alignment. Right. Yes. Okay, so do we miss some other tips here? So you... You um, you practically uh, set up processes for, for your clients, right? Is that what you do? Uh, you have them set up processes? 
yeah, actually the, the place where we start is, is helping them determine what success looks like to them. Like, what is it that they mm-hmm. really want to achieve? Mm-hmm. And then we look at a, a big vision. Mm-hmm. Where do they want to end up? Mm-hmm. So, you know, for somebody who may be 50 years old, who might want to be involved in the working world for another 20, 30, or even 40 years, when, when you're at the end of your life, what do you want to look back and say you're proud that you've accomplished? Right. You really have to start with the end point in mind and then right. working backwards. Okay. So how, how do we get there? Right. Yeah. And what, what do we need to change right now to get started on, on that new direction? So yes, so there is, there is a transformation that we're talking about. It's both personal and business. Um, and what do you need to do to generate greater success? Um, and it's usually, the answer is usually not primarily money. Yeah. Right. Money, money is one of the metrics by which we measure our success. Right. And yes, we do need enough money to support our lifestyle. That's very important. So we make sure that whatever we're designing, it meets the client's um, financial aspirations and financial needs to support their lifestyle. Right, but it's not fulfillment is not coming uh, from from there, right? So uh, everybody, uh, every millionaire would be fulfilled. And we actually see it's not the case, right? Correct. Correct. So one of the, one of the areas where we do work a lot with clients is building a business model that supports consistent, stable revenue, particularly recurring revenue. Mm -hmm. Like one of the benefits of being an employee is that you get consistent, stable revenue, you get a paycheck. And as long, as long as you have the job, you get consistent, steady revenue. The job ends if you don't have any other source of revenue, all of a sudden your revenue goes from a hundred percent to zero. Right. And, it, and it's very scary when you run a business, you actually have, um, in, in some ways you have less risk because you could, it's, it's easier to have multiple revenue sources. Mm-hmm. And what we try to help clients do is obtain multiple revenue sources that provide consistent revenue. So you get enough money going into your bank account every month to pay your bills. Mm-hmm. Plus, um, plus we build on that so that you can um, have more cash to do the things you want to do in life. And you have more cash to uh, fuel additional support to your business. Yeah. So recurring, recurring revenue is a big theme we work on. Mm-hmm. Um, another theme that we work on with clients is for those people who, um, who were employees and find themselves suddenly unemployed, particularly those that are, are mid-career, so somebody who's roughly between the ages of 45 and 60. Yeah. There are a lot of changes going on in our world today, mm-hmm. a, lot of, a lot of economic changes, social changes, and um, particularly people in that age category, when they find themselves out of work, they realize that it's actually going to be quite difficult to find another job that is meaningful work at the same level of compensation. It's, it's often quite hard. If, if even possible. Right? If even possible. So, so there's, um, so there's a, you know, so there are people who, 
um, may actually prefer to be entrepreneurs so they can be in control. Um, mm-hmm. And some of them are becoming entrepreneurs because they have to. So I, I describe them as becoming um, solopreneurs either by design or by circumstance. And we work with them to uh, overcome their fears because it's, it's pretty scary when it happens, uh, overcome their fears and actually put some, uh, some actions, strategies and actions into place that will help them start to build revenue from new sources that, mm-hmm. uh, that are either running a business or self-employed, however you want to describe it, that take advantage of what their core expertise is that we were talking about earlier, whom they want to serve, and how they can solve ongoing problems for multiple clients. Yeah. It's, it's a skill set that people who are employees often don't have. Yeah. So, so they, they don't always realize the level to which help can be beneficial in getting them back on their feet and getting them on their feet quickly. Yeah. And that's, uh, I, I mean, we, we can observe that everywhere. The worldwide process that, uh, that companies are, are setting free employees, right? So, uh, everywhere, like we have just uh, a, a big company here. They are setting setting free uh, thousands of, of of workers, right? So, uh, in former times, we thought, well, being employee, I have a safe job, right? So we right. we are never safe as as entrepreneurs. But times and times change, right? So right nowadays. The, the, the employees, their, their job is not that safe uh, at the moment, many of them, and they, they struggle with it because, uh, well, government is deciding different and, well, people set free, right? And what to do then? So, Correct. Um, Sometimes the market changes so their employer has no choice. Um, Sometimes uh, there's a, a merger or acquisition, and as a result, um, you know some some percentage of the workforce ends up getting laid off. Um, there are a lot of changes that can precipitate somebody who is highly skilled and mid-career becoming unemployed. Yeah, and then nobody wants that uh, as a person, right? So correct. They all take the the young ones, and we just have it here with the airline with with Lufthansa. They they give really big amount to the elderly uh, staff to, to to get them off with 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 a big sum of money, and to get in uh, students or whatever young people um, for 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 less the amount because they change the contract, right? So the contract nowadays. They don't have all the beneficials in the background that they had 10 or 20 years before. Correct. So this is it's crazy. It's, it's really crazy. They, 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 and they really pay a, a, a giant sum to, get, to set them free, to get them out there. And they wouldn't do it if it wasn't worth it after a while. Right? Because it comes up. So, um, so in, the, in the United States, there's less protection for workers, so it it happens more easily in the U.S. So yeah, to to get out there and uh, without job and yeah, 
So um, yeah, and and the other thing is they did. Um, I I'm a fan of of really doing what I love, right? So um, they the quote, and then you never have to work again. Well, we are still working. We're still here, not in the sun, but actually, it's, it's raining. Cat and dog here. My my dog is uh, is just afraid because uh, of the of the flashes. She just came here, and ooh. okay, but that it's it's not nice weather here. But um. It is um, just lost lost the point because of the weather. Um, can you help me? Uh, oh, oh, about um, not about really loving our work and not feeling like it's work. Yeah, yeah, and um, I think that's the point where when we come to the sentence before when we watch back, right? Right. At, at, at the end of the life, and and uh, we we want to uh, yeah have the end in mind, and then develop where we how we're gonna uh, uh, gonna reach that, and um, this is sort of yeah fulfillment comes also from from work which is meaningful for us, which which makes sense, which. Uh, uh, we experience we really can help our customers, right? So we're right. still doing a job, but we are not doing a stupid job and and and, and putting the nail into the wall. But we are we are uh, we are fulfilled because we we do a meaningful thing, whatever it is we like, right? For one Correct. might be taxes. For me, it's talking. Or traveling, so even for everybody, it's, it's something different. But um, this feels much better than doing a job just for for money, of course, right? Correct. So, um, David, we're nearly at the end of the time. Did we miss something, or do we have? Uh, do you want to add something? Um, if anyone has questions, they can certainly get in touch with me. Uh, the best place to reach me is through our website, smashingtheplateau.com. Yeah. And we have a contact form there. We have uh, actually the close to 500 episodes of, of our podcast, Smashing the Plateau, with a lot, of, a lot of great resources there. And I'd be happy to speak with anyone who has questions about how to smash the plateau, particularly for those people who might be mid-career and older. Right, and I will put it, everything in the show notes so they can look it up. And uh, I'm so grateful for, for you being here. And I think we, we covered some uh, um, topics. Uh, of course, it's a wide range, right? We, we, we spent 500 episodes on that, so... I think we we uh, we made some points clear, and every everybody who is really in the situation to be set free or whatever um, uh, could come up to you, and I will mention everything in the show notes. So thanks so much for being uh, on the Fly Podcast and uh, for giving us some ideas and inspire my Fly Nation out there. Yeah, thank you so much, Ernest. Thank you for having me on the show. Yeah, you're so welcome. Thank you, baby. Fly Nation, thanks for listening in today to this inspiring episode number 12 with the brilliant David Schreiner Khan. 
David, learnings are so essential as so many of us don't do what they love and don't get paid what they are worth. I hope David's practical advice about achieving a business breakthrough did motivate you to smash your plateau and to go for it. Feel free to share the Fly podcast with your friends who might also profit from the tips revealed. Don't forget to subscribe to be sure to catch your next success story with the amazing Adam Schäuble airing on Tuesday, May 23rd. With your subscription, you also qualify to be in the Fly Winner Lottery Pod. But I encourage you to become the I Love the Fly podcast winner and to win amazing prizes of the experts and myself. Just name three referred friends who could also benefit from the insights and inspiration shared on the Fly Freestyle Your Life podcast. Please rate and review either on freestyleyourlifepodcast.com or on your favorite podcast directory, such as iTunes, Stitcher or Spotify. You can always find all links and recaps in the show notes description on freestyleyourlifepodcast.com. Have a great day and go for your dreams. Remember, Fly Nation, break free and fly. Talk to you on Tuesday. Bye.